If you need to cut some shit out, just cut it. I'll start recording, yo. FB1 so po- FB1 podcast. Paul Martino today. What going, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wasn't having a great day, but until your face came up on my screen, and I'm as happy as I've been in oh so long. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Plus, I'm drinking my favorite whiskey, which is uh, forgot the fucking name of it. Hold on. <laughs> southern comfort oh god you know what time is when i have southern comfort if you know you know but um <laughs> yeah man i'm doing very very well I've now that you're I'm, on my I've, screen I'm, I'm drinking some coke now so yeah to be fair this is mixed with coke this isn't just straight i'm not crazy like that coincidence i think not not really it's coke <laughs> zero for the record it's coke zero because i'm still trying to watch my calories <laughs> <laughs> But, um, anyways, bro, you been? I have been feeling quite rough. I won't lie to you. I'm been like, in, I'm in good health and all that, like feeling rough mentally. Cause like didn't do the best in an assessment, like got 48% and it stung like hell because, uh, this whole year hasn't gone great for me. And this term with the term, I was coming back thinking, okay, yo, I'm used to all this shit. I'm done. I've done this lockdown stuff for a term now. I can do it again and do better. So again, the results back from first term, you know, it's a learning curve, really. I can't get too up, too down, but seeing 48% is fucking painful. I will not lie to you. And I need to be careful how much I swear. Because genuinely, I I think if I'm careful how much I swear, the the stuff I say will be so much better. (laughs) Anyways. Anyway, how have you been? How have you been? I'm quite good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, see... Last week, we were supposed to record a podcast, but I wasn't feeling up for it. Yeah, and so, I recorded so, it with Corey, and I'm, I love I'm, Corey. Sh- yo, just carry on, carry on. I love Corey, but I'm not good without you. <laughs> like, hey, Scotty needs Michael. <laughs> Kobe needed Shaq. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing a Jordan hoodie right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the MJL forecasting. <laughs> Oh, more accurately, more accurately. <laughs> magic needed magic needed Larry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh yes, this is off to a great start. <clears throat> <laughs> Anyways, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm changing really good right now. Last week we were, yeah. as I said before, we were supposed to call a podcast before you. I wasn't feeling up for it mentally because some stuff happened in my life, which I don't want to comment on that. If you know, you know. But fair play. I but I've been quite well to be fair. I'm healthy. That's good. I'm, I, I'm COVID free for like a month or so now. That's good, man. I'm pr- I'm happy. <laughs> um, like and to be fair, there's been some stuff going on in my personal life which I'm not gonna get into. There's no point to get into your personal life. Yeah, but no, no, we do get into our personal lives here, but just not anything like that. But not shit. deeply personal. Yeah, no, the last thing I need is to tell everyone my deep trauma. Then I sound like <laughs> Jesus, you should hear, like, I don't want to start ranting about it, but let's just say some of them have been the source of some serious frustration. Anyways, it's also my mom's birthday, so mom, if you ever end up listening to my podcast, this is the one I will fully recommend to you. Happy birthday, mom, I love you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Ah. Gosh, we love we love mommy or Luadari over here. We love my mom. But, um, <clears throat> Who doesn't love their mom? Yeah, that's true. Like hell, even my dad. Like he makes fun of me for it, but he's like, I was the exact same when I was your age. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no shame in it, which is true. Who doesn't love their mom? And hey, this is Black History Month. Let me celebrate my black queen of a mother. I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling too happy today. Jesus, I, mean... I need to be careful. My mom was a single mother, so. Let's give it up to single moms too. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. I'm giving it up. That takes a lot. That takes some balls to grow up two, grow two sons together. 
and do both roles. Jesus, that like wow. And both Shut of them, up. and both of them have quite big egos. To be fair. Yeah, you are an egotistical bastard. No, I'm, I'm a, well, I mean, I can handle it. The thing is, I no. can handle my ego. Man, you can handle it now. But I remember you in first year, like every like Jesus man, like you're a smart guy, but every like. When everyone else is doing just about okay or barely getting by, and then we're I will, hearing, oh, I will always mention I'm better. Yes, fully. <laughs> fully. You'll find a way. Of course I'm I will. love you for it, but you will find a way. <laughs> no, it takes some confidence to do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, man. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. We have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we fuck just, it. We're just rambling some shit, really, but fuck it. Rambling with FP1. Bloody <laughs> episode. Um, <clears throat> but in all seriousness, I do feel like we want like there's some changes we do need to make to the podcast, low key, because a lot of new podcasts are popping up, like ones that from my friends that are starting. So, fuck it, I'm gonna shout them out anyway because I don't really, since we don't really have topics, it just kind of makes sense. So we have it's a Leo thing being hosted, or I think they've made the first episode, or it's gonna come out soon, 12th of February, if I'm not mistaken, by my friends. Um, by my friend Kiki, who actually knew me when I was Kiki, in year seven. Do you love me? Are you happy? Say <laughs> so you never had to leave beside me. <laughs> I swear to God, when we first reconnected, that's the first song that popped into my head. It was right around that time that we ended up making contact again. I won't say how, but we did. And uh, so, her and her friend in Manchester met. Are going to start their podcast. It's a Leo thing. It's all about uni and like female empowerment and just other really good things. So if, hopefully, whenever they release an episode, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna share it out to everyone. Probably more than I share out my own fucking podcast because that's just what you do. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I do feel like that's gonna be a really good podcast to look out for. So please look out for that. Um, and she was someone I was really trying to get on the podcast like prior to all this COVID stuff. Because if COVID wasn't a thing, we would have done this podcast, but we would have traveled to a large portion of our guests. Or I would I have invited we, I them. I think at, we would. Yeah, I think we would. Like, 100%. I, I love going. To, I only went to Manchester once by myself. And I loved going. I loved it when I went. Personally, so realistic, I'm, personally I'm not feeling Manchester. Hey, fair play. But, bro, I'm going because my friend's there. Like, I like Manchester, but when it's, it's like... It's like Huddersfield, but good and on steroids. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I've just clocked in. I, I'm a Manchester United fan. I'm not, I'm not being Manchester City. Yeah, true. Fuck. Manchester City. Manchester City. Not, yeah. not football team. I'm, I'm a CEO of Manchester, not a Manchester City. I'm a United supporter, so that's a bit painful. Oof. Because Leeds, Leeds as a city, for me, is just more, more comfortable <laughs> rather than Manchester. Fairs. I mean, I like Leeds, but I need to go. I need to properly go to Leeds and like actually experience what a Nile is. Because it annoys me how in my first year I never went anywhere. Now that this COVID stuff's happened, it's really made me look back at everything and be kind of annoyed that I never took advantage of the fact that I'm in the middle of like a bunch of very big cities. Because the reason I didn't go to a big city uni was literally because I thought to myself, I'm not going to study if I'm not careful. Myself, I don't like big cities. Jenny, like, I'm, I'm, from a, I'm from a city, which is, by the way, the seventh biggest city in Lithuania. And that has, like, 40,000 people. So it's, it's not big. And I don't like big cities myself to live in. Of course, as a tourist, who doesn't love big cities? But the thing is, I saw 126, I believe, in Huddersfield. Mm, only, 120, wait, only 126 people live here. 126,000. Thank you, thank you. I was gonna. One twenty six. I'm like speaking rap numbers now. For a second, I was like, "Wait, what?" Nah. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. Hey, I'm not saying you're that dumb. Wasn't I'm saying I'm dumb. That wasn't an IQ drop. That wasn't an IQ drop. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm saying I'm dumb for thinking it was only one hundred twenty six people. <laughs> God Almighty, one hundred twenty six people. That's like that's two of the. That's like two university lectures. No cap, that's like two university lectures. Nah, Jesus, that, that's not cap, that's definitely not cap. If you go to, for example, like business manager, management class, there's more than 120 people in there. Exactly. Like two of our lectures that we were in back in first year when COVID wasn't the thing. and How many of us uh, were in there? I don't know. Like 90 was... or something like that. 
It was clear. It was close to 100, if not over. I want to say close to, so about 90, 95, somewhere in that range. Oh, God. Like, shout out to all the media students. Yeah, shout out to all of them. Oh, man. And, um... <clears throat> So, yeah, my friends are going to do that podcast. I can't wait for that. On top of that, I'm also kind of happy. Like, whilst I'm happy with the direction we're going to take in future, I will say that we might take a break from the podcast due to the fact that I am a very unorganized human being at the moment who needs to get himself together. And needs to... True, true, true. But I'm saying that from the perspective of a guy that's like, you know, I could be doing a lot better academically and I need to pull my socks off in that regard. So... I'm going to take a break for a few weeks, hopefully get myself together or get myself a bit more organized and just clear my head a bit. And then we will be right back with our regular scheduled program, which will hopefully be much improved. Um, what else? Digger D and AJ Tracy are dropping a song today. Oh, yeah, no. That AJ track, he's bringing back like his old vibe of how like, if you discovered AJ through any of his earlier projects prior to him really popping off, like, one of my favorite early projects from him is, is Packages, Luke Cage. If you heard him from those kind of... Packages, trust me, I'm Lithuanian. Is that, uh, packages is the first song I've heard of AJ Tracy. Yeah, so he's bringing back that flow, apparently, or like a flow similar to that. So I can't wait for that as an AJ fan. And I will be, I really fell in love with that version of AJ. Like, don't get me wrong. Labrador Grove AJ is still awesome. But, like, Packages AJ, where he's just spitting, like... Like a desperate hunger, that like you could hear the hunger in his bars. That was an AJ that made me, that got me through A level straight up. But yeah, I can't wait for that. And Digger D, I need to get into because obviously we're doing that. I'm doing a radio assessment, right? Because broadcast journalism. And I was looking for Digger D songs. I'm gonna do a radio documentary on MF Doom. Can see past he's an underground rapper. Excuse me. And um, I thought maybe I'll put Digger D in, but I thought. On second thought, hold on. If we have to get this song cleared, and God forbid when we actually have to do this, I have to do all that writing, and plus the fact it's going to be a live broadcast. You don't, don't need really to think... do a Digga Deep song on the radio. You don't need to. There we go. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of my place in this university, I'm not going to do one. For the sake of your future. Yeah, for the but... sake of my future in this university, I am not going to do one because they would kill me. His songs are good, but, but it's, a bit, it's a bit explicit. Yeah, no, I think all of the songs I picked are explicit, but I could find clean versions of relatively easy. And it's like, hmm, if I, if I mess around and have any kind of, like, even innuendo in this, I'm so sure I will be finished. So I need to, like, think about at least three different playlists that would work on radio, which is going to be ridiculously difficult, and partly the reason I'm taking a break but I can't imagine doing that if I was a DJ. Like, imagine being a DJ that's used to DJing in clubs. Next thing you know, you're DJing for, like, a 10-year-old's birthday party. Like, imagine the stress you must be under trying to, like, change up your playlist so it actually works for a 10-year-old's party. I, I wouldn't imagine what it's like to DJ from a 10-year-old. Like, Jamie, it would be so difficult to pick a right playlist that yeah. kids will like it, the parents will not get offended by it, mm. and something like that. For four students, it's much easier. Yeah. And speaking of parents, like, you just know, regardless of what you pick, there's going to be that one Karen of a parent <laughs> who's going to find every small innuendo, innuendo and every small problem. She's going to literally Google the lyrics on Rap Genius and be like, I don't like this for my son. He's too young to be hearing all these music. Like, that your kid doesn't swear around all of his friends like he's nothing. That your kid hasn't been talking about sex around his friends like it is nothing. I say this because, well, we're all like 10 years old once. Of course we were 10. And speaking of um, Karen's, did you see, like, that one at the Atlanta Hawks game with LeBron James? And, like, basically this sugar girl and sugar daddy going off and trying to go off at LeBron James. And he just responds with it, like, basically saying tell him to shut up and she's like oh don't talk to my man like that shut the fuck up and she's removing her mask when she's like firstly you're one of the few privileged people in this world who can go and see live professional basketball at front front court side seats right and you all you have to do is wear a mask this woman couldn't even this white privileged woman could just sit her ass down and watch the game even if she doesn't like lebron and uh, he handled it pretty swiftly. They got them out of the game. 
and she went on Instagram after saying, basically trying to defend herself. You're like, I'm not a sugar. I'm my my husband's not a sugar daddy. Oh, if if I was a sugar baby, I would have just sat down. No, well, if you were. Well, what are you doing in the NBA game during a global pandemic in the first place? Well, Atlanta's open. Atlanta, according to all the American media I consume, is very much open. It, are the, the fans NBA, allowed in there? Not, not loads, but like, for, like all the Repub- like all the states that were formerly Republican or Republican, they're likely to be open, or to some extent open. Like, if you can, like, essentially, they're open. They have a few fans. They have to get like COVID sniffed or a quick COVID test. So the NBA is doing it as safe as they can, but really, it was just funny to see LeBron clown this woman on Twitter, and like she just goes off and calls him all this shit. And I'm like, if I'm LeBron James, I wouldn't even need to say anything. Now, all people who couldn't insult you, and she was trying to make up all that stuff about him, like all people who couldn't insult you if they tried because they would lose so much money. It's LeBron James. I'm sorry, but if I'm like the face of a whole sport, I'm not wasting my breath on some random 20-something to 30-something who had a bunch of plastic surgery and who is going to just, like, who is just trying to heckle me to make her husband feel good. So maybe he uses the good Viagra when he's going to, you know, try his best to do it. <laughs> to clap some cheeks, in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This started off so well. <laughs> nah, it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong, it's quite good. Like, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. When he takes the little blue pill, little blue magic to grow his little thing to acceptable size. I've just deep Anyways. that. We, we, we've started the podcast talking about mums, and now we're talking about Viagra. Oh, f- How wow. the tables have turned. <laughs> wow. Mom, this is the part where you uh, pause. Where you would love to turn off. <laughs> you know, skip. Like, press the skip button three times. <laughs> Anyways, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, no seriousness. She was just stupid for that. Like, that's just, it's its more of a story because it's in a global pandemic and she had the audacity to remove her mom and she got kicked out and she was mad about it when she really shouldn't have been. But then her husband, who probably has a publicist and is probably some rich millionaire, they're like lawyers or whatever, put out a, a statement for her saying how she's really sorry for her actions, which is just, you know, the usual corporate bullshit. Like, if this was coming from, it's like one of those business apologies. Like, they're not actually saying sorry, but, you know, they're saying my actions weren't my actions. I got drunk, you know, the excuse. That's just saying shit to protect the brand, really. Basically, yeah. Even though her brand is probably used 30% off for my protein shakes. You <laughs> <laughs> Use my code. Blank for thirty five percent off on my protein shop. Link is in the description below. (laughs) Yes, I know way, way, way too many people who have tried to be influencers and fail miserably. And at this point, I even bang my head. Like I'm, I'm glad about this pandemic. This showed you what actual influencer is. For example, Doctor Alex, the attractive, muscly doctor. Pause, attractive, muscly doctor who um, went back to his job with the NHS and is actually now an ambassador for mental health during the pandemic and actually got to sit down with two of Boris Johnson. I saw it. Like, it was, yeah. like, very recent. Like, it, if not yesterday, something like that. Yeah. What are your takes? Because I'm, like, I didn't watch the interview, but from that action alone, like, from now on, we have to change what the fuck we see an influencer as. Like, whatever we saw as influencers put prior to lockdown, pre-lockdown, pre-COVID, has to change. Because this man has all the ability and probably a lot of money from his looks alone. So he could have done the same thing and jetted off to Dubai, not went back to his job. But this man stayed, worked through a pandemic. I don't care how long. Fact is, he stayed, worked through a pandemic, and has now landed himself in an incredible position, both morally and probably financially too. In comparison to all these other influences that we that we as our generation, we as 18, 17 to 25 year olds follow and listen to their nonsense and like their pictures and engage with their stupid content. In comparison to those people, he is what I would like I want to see being praised and lauded even after lockdown. Like we need to praise those kind of influences. 
Anyway. What was, what was your take? Did you actually watch the like his like any interviews, any media he's done? Since? Nah, I just saw it on on my Twitter page, and that's <laughs> about it. Cause I know a shit about UK influencers. Don't the only Bro, don't... influencers that I mean, Tommy Fury is not really an influencer. He's more of a like, just ev- more more of everything really. Mm. I mean, myself, like, myself, I like, genuinely though, I don't understand influencers. Like, they, I don't they, even. like genuinely, they would do everything for money. But, for but example, influence, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. For example, oh, like, yeah, we have Lithuanian influencers who have one sec. Just let, let me double check. It's more than three hundred thousand followers, like which is the most, like, followed account in Lithuania. One sec. Uh, basically, that dickhead, she has. 366,000 followers on Instagram and that mm-hmm. dickhead decided during a global pandemic when the cases were uh, this December when the cases were like more, more than 1,000 uh, there were more than 1,000 cases per 100,000 people in Lithuania she does uh, the Burger King opened up the first Burger King in Lithuania it opened up and she decided to basically got she got paid for the ad and she, 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 during her pregnancy, she decided to go to Burger King to, to order some shit. Like, what the fuck? I, I fully understand the bag she got, but the thing is, why would you do that? Bro. In the middle of global pandemic, while, she, while, while you are pregnant, and not realizing the criticism you will get, she got the criticism, and fair enough, she responded quite normally. But you need to think think about it fair before your actions, not not when you've got criticism by from other influencers. I just don't understand influencing, and that's that's just my take, really. It's literally because the era we're in, like we're in a social media era. And this is the first time that social media is really taken off and like we're that generation that's now reaping the benefits finally really able to take bits and pieces of it and realize hold on anyone with a social media account has influence and if i'm getting loads of likes because i'm attractive or i can do this one thing or i can sing or i can or i have this thing that makes that draws people to me i can influence them to do what i want companies obviously knowing this put slap a little bullshit title on these people give them a little code and say promote our product for us we're gonna if you're if you're a little influencer you get a discount if you're a big influencer we'll give you a little bit of money and then you get so it's gone to a point now where so many people are trying to do it where people will just like like you said endorse anything exactly like they they literally just have to endorse stuff to influence people to drive like to drive them to that business because that's just the generation we live in and a lot of people our age will not get a traditional job like i'm not saying everyone needs a traditional job if for example uh, if you ask a 10 year old who would they want to be they want they say they would say the influencer influencer youtuber like we're that generation that's really gonna have dropping out of school like from fucking 13 or whatever because they're gonna call a duty and i'm not saying don't make your money like if you have the ability to make millions off of what you do why wouldn't you do it because i know if i can make millions off this podcast i would still go to uni but at the same time, I'm still going to go make my millions. That's just me personally. But what my point is, a lot of these influencers now have really shown their true colors, showing that they don't give a fuck about people, or excuse me, they don't give a damn about anyone really besides essentially their followers as it pertains to them getting money. They don't actually care about the people who are going to see their content and use it and internalize their message they put out through social media. They see it as okay, these are my numbers. These numbers are generating me this kind of money. How much How much can I milk from these followers as numbers to get more money? And a lot of these influencers are showing their ass by the ones needing to go to Dubai, a country that's open technically because they've like handled the pandemic over, they've handled it, and they already have loads of places that you can isolate and all this stuff just by the nature of how that country is. Like All the, all the ones who jetted off to Dubai have really shown that they don't give a fuck. 
And there are people that really we shouldn't follow, but inevitably after this pandemic, when everything goes back to normal, they're going to go back to promoting their crappy leggings, crappy clothing, crappy protein shakes. Their fashion over, their pretty little things, their shade or whatever, or whatever the brand is. They will no matter be- how un- exactly, no matter how shady the company is, they're just going to go back to promoting it. And we as consumers will go back to looking at these people and listening and looking and liking and giving them and essentially giving them money like for example Kalogs, the youtuber i don't know if you've heard of one of my favorite ones basically he got vaccinated today he put he posted this on twitter and then he got and basically so some snapchat account responded by saying he didn't have to post this this is called influencing this is called influencing his fan base that exists out of young people this is what you call a puppet he specifically mentions AstraZeneca and not Corona vaccine. That's advertising. How much did he get to pay to tweet disgusting? Well, I mean, he influenced he, he influenced a good thing, which is trusting in science and vaccinating yourself to mm-hmm. prevent not only yourself but your loved ones from the virus. Like, exactly. Like, po- positive what? influencing is beneficial for everyone. Mm-hmm. This type of influencing, where you are in the middle of the global pandemic with cases rising through the roof go- and going to Burger King just to secure a bag. It's not an influence, it's just being dickheads. Essentially, yeah, like, look, shout out to Alex, Dr. Alex George. Thank you so much for being an influencer who actually cares about people and actually it done the smart thing. Because even if he doesn't give a, give a damn about people, which he obviously does from what I can tell, even if he didn't care about people initially. But he promotes done... a positive me- message. Exactly. He used this pandemic to his advantage in a way that helped people. Meaning in the long run, he's going to get so much more media coverage, so much more actual followers and attention that these influencers didn't play the game smart enough. They played the game thinking just because they can get away, they're better. No, he used the pandemic, worked in it, helped people, and is going to reap the benefits whenever this pandemic ends. Or at least I hope he does. Cool. But... You know, any influencer who's actually going out there and wants to actually help people in this pandemic, like, salute to any of them. If they're providing food, if they're... I don't care whether they're doing influencing through music, through sports, through fitness, through OnlyFans, whatever means they're doing it. If they're doing it and the ultimate goal is to... God, I really mentioned OnlyFans in the pandemic. I know. Fuck it. But I mean, it's a prominent thing in this pandemic. It's true. And, th- and there are some that do that, I'm sure. But if they're using it, using whatever the f- whatever they have to actually help people out, and I don't just mean mentally, helping, ev- keeping everyone engaged, keep... No, I mean you're helping people by providing masks, providing food, like providing content that's genuinely adding to someone's life, then by all means, I, I would clap to you right now. Um, one qu- one question for you. Yo, what's up? Uh, would you call Marcus Rashford an influencer? Yes, I call any professional athlete an influencer with a verified check behind their name, with what over five thousand followers, and uh, an influencer. Because you can be anyone with five thousand followers, but if you have five thousand followers, you do you have a sport and you grinded your way up. I'm calling you an influencer because I'm because what you do will matter to something. Whether it's for football, for example, the most popular sport in the world by far. That five-year-old kid who's seeing Marcus Rashford go to bat for them for their food to be better, so they can actually get a decent meal out of this free school meal stuff during this pandemic. That's going to influence them to if they want to play football. But you know, really, it's going to influence them. I know I got to look out for. My like look up to this guy and look out for my friend or people who are less fortunate i hold any athlete or well, anyone positive of imp- influence exactly like you can still be an influencer like technically this podcast is an influence we influence what 20 something people according to our instagram and our numbers on our like listens or whatever we influence 20 odd people to listen to this podcast regularly meaning Anyone can be an influencer. It just depends. Can you gather an audience and can you maintain an audience? Anyone who can maintain an audience is an influencer. Anyone who has a social media account, by that definition, is an influencer. As long as they have over, what, one follower, two followers, three followers who are active. But, you know what I mean? Anyone, especially in Marcus Rashford's position, to answer your question, yes, they're an influencer. They just influence the right shit, is what I'm saying. But the question is, how much is is this a PR move and how much is this from a heart? 
It's majorities from the heart. Majority, because Marcus but don't, Rashford. But don't, you, but, don't, but don't you think it's a bit of a PR move? Of course it is. Do you think LeBron James opened his own school purely out of the kindness of his own heart? Nah, of course. I'm, I'm sure them. I'm sure most of it came from that. I'm not in any way trying to say that when they do acts of kindness with their money, it isn't coming from somewhere good. But if they're not, they are at least understanding that they're going to get a huge PR boost from this. Because realistically, you could be an arsehole, but you could go and feed the homeless the next day. You're still an arsehole to me, but you've just done a move out of the kindness of your own heart, and you haven't brought cameras or any attention. You're just doing it with your time. So logically, they can't do that. They're just going to, you know, essentially put their money to use in the situation rather than just buy my jersey, buy my T-shirt, buy what I'm selling to you because I might use 10% of it to help these kids. No, I'm going to use my voice, myself, and my platform with my time and with my money to give to actually actively give you a chance to make a difference or make a difference for that impoverished community or impoverished or less than group of people. That's a good point, to be fair. There, there's nothing I can comment on that. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, when you see, like, a lot of these influencers and a lot of these people have really shown their colors. And this reminds me of something that was said on one of my favorite podcasts, the Joe Budden podcast. Big I don't up. know if you listen to it, but... If you do, there's this guy called Maul, or it's called M-A-L, and he said this one thing where someone's going to be an idiot with or without money. Money only shows your true colors. And that's what these influencers have shown, their true colors. They were idiots without the money, hence why they became influencers. They were just good-looking idiots with, they were good-looking idiots without money who were given all the attention and all the confidence in the world. And now they have money and influence. They became even bigger idiots by jetting off to Dubai. So, you know, they showed their colors. And then guys like Tom Moore, but smart people without the money, prior to the influence, prior to getting the gym body, the nice face, whatever else. And he got the degree. He's a doctor working in the NHS. And now he's, well, a smart man for taking this pandemic, probably making himself a bag on the side. Or he's going to make himself a bag as a result of his noble actions. Are you really, really, talk- become- are you really talking about uh, the Captain Sir Tom Moore? Not Tom, Tom Moore. I you mean, know, Doctor, Doctor, like, okay, well, RIP to Captain yeah, Tom. Right that, that really does show you how fucked up the pandemic is. That a hundred-year-old war veteran had to take laps in his garden for people to actually get the funding they need to some extent to help some hospitals out. So, RIP to him. Um, served our country and served our country to his death, literally. And it's sad that he died of the disease that he wanted to prevent through those laps. I'm thankful he got knighted. I'm thankful he got his roses. RIP to him. He's in a better place. Prayers and well wishes to his family. But, I mean, Dr. T- uh, what, whatever the, like, yeah, Dr. Alex. Dr. Alex. Like, what I mean by that is Dr. Alex put himself in a position where he's actually going to make money after but also became someone who you're going to look back on in the pandemic and be like, this man, this influencer took a stand because he cared about people more than he cared about money or preserving his image. Because just looking at the guy's Instagram now, what's stopping him from going to Dubai? He could have easily, very, very easily. No one's stopping but he, him. But he chose to stay here, be an essential worker on top of what he does as an influence. And God bless him, the guy's like... He's smashing the it. Guy's, he's smashing it because of this. And I'm happy that he's used this pandemic make him money genuinely benefit people at the same time like i don't care about the shitty like tanning products the influencers are trying to sell me i care about like this guy even though i'm probably not going to follow him i want to know about his story i'll keep up with his story on the fact that he when push came to shove he actually cared about people more than the money people can make for him anyways man yeah shout out to him awesome guy I'm pretty sure if we ever got a chance to meet him, I wouldn't shake his hand, but he'd be one of those people that if I ever actually got to know like that, I'd 100% love to like just pick his brain. Like what actually went through your, like what actually went through your mind and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, shout out to the influencers actually doing the right thing for people. But oh man, oh man, oh man. This pandemic is not going to end for a while because we've been extended, like all this online stuff's been extended to at least the 8th of March. And, and it will be extended a bit further. 
it's gonna keep getting extended, really. Because there's because no point. Because if you think about it, there's no point of us coming back to uni this year, this academic year. Technically, no. I came back because I needed my own place. Like I, like home is great for me. Don't get me wrong. But I just wanted my own place to just focus on me, myself, and I, and literally nothing else. Ooh, it's just me, myself, and I. So I'd rather be like that, cause I got me for life. <laughs> Shout out to Jeezy. <laughs> oh, I fuck with that. But yeah, like you're not wrong. I genuinely feel like this pandemic is always gonna get extended. And I had an interesting conversation with my flatmate about this pandemic and how it's being handled we have these conversations shout out scarlet we have these conversations and big up i guess we end our perspective a lot more because she has she has a slightly different perspective to me i'll say like she has a slightly different perspective we differ on these kind of issues but i understand her perspective a bit more and i feel like look even if labor was here even if labor was handling this pandemic Granted, you can have the hypothetical idea and hope to God we probably wouldn't be in this pandemic if they were in control because maybe they would have locked down earlier, copy and paste what Australia did or New Zealand did, and we'd be fine. But realistically, if I'm being entirely honest, we could very much still be in the same position. We could have been easily. And of course, the people thing, are but still... But, but the thing is, uh, the UK acted way too late. All free mm, time. Definitely. All free time. Definitely. Like, look. Definitely. For example, like Italy announced the lockdown on like March 9th or something like that. What? When did when did Boris Johnson announce the national lockdown in the first place? March 23rd. Jesus. Uh, the the uh, some experts during the circuit breaker lockdown, which happened throughout the rest of November, they were advising the government to to go into like national lockdown on. September 13th. When mm. did that, that go? Two months later. This, this third lockdown was also like a week or two late, I guess. Once the new strain, once the new variant of virus came in, the lockdown was needed by then in order to prevent those 50k plus cases. And my whole thing was, why didn't we close the borders the moment we heard this new variant in our shores? But anyways, like my point is, we could very much have still been in this position, regardless of who is in power, and uh, people yeah, would have yeah, still yeah. broken the rules, and like a lot of the same shit still would have happened. Although a lot of people we might speak to and in our age group are left leaning because well they would probably have refunded us some money from uni. Let's be honest, and who doesn't like free money essentially? Like we have to understand that a lot of the same shit would have still happened. They they owe us actually, like because. They tricked us into thinking that universities were safe, that everything will be fine. But the thing is, it is not fine. Like, look at students' mental health. Like, bro, that that's something I can't lie. This government has ignored. But in the grand scheme of things, I even said this to my roommate. Why I said, if like if you gave me a chance to vote on what the government would try and like change because of the pandemic, be it my fees I'm paying for my university the NHS being funded, like, my core issues are the fees we're paying for uni, the NHS is funding, and, like, how this vaccine's being rolled out. I'm sorry, I'm choosing the vaccine or the NHS because, realistically, for me, for Paul personally, I would be better or okay paying nine grand knowing that my life went back to normal, essentially, much later on because they fixed the NHS or they gave the NHS more money or they rolled out this vaccine in a more efficient way over they refunded me three grand, but the NHS is still on the crapper and so is this vaccine rollout. Or no, but shout out to the government for the 10 million people vaccinated. I know a lot of people have taken their vaccine who I don't personally love the fact that they're sharing every second they get the vaccine, but hey, good on you for getting something that's hopefully going to get given to the rest of us eventually and like actually taking this shit seriously we had to but still good on you for actually taking it hmm. and that does bring me on to my point that i'm starting to get real fucking tired from a jealousy perspective in a way or not jealousy but envious perspective in a way of these people sharing that oh i'm gonna go get my vaccine da, 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 da. like yeah you're lucky you're in the essential group i don't need to see this it's all well and good that you're taking this vaccine. I'm happy for you. 
And by all, all power to you, thank God you're taking it. Go work and go save lives in the NHS during this pandemic. But I'm just personally tired of seeing everyone's old vaccine card or leaflet or thing that they're filling out. Like, it gets tiring for me. There's probably going to be... ...text me and be like, oh, we're doing it to influence people, which kind of, like, adds to one of my previous points. But it's just, like, until it's available for majority of people, I really don't want to see it. And even when it is, I don't want to see it. Because it's like, yeah, you're taking it to save your life and get back to your normal life. Like, let's not pretend like this isn't the logical decision. Although there are conspiracy theories spread, Martinez, even if this vaccine would give you the worst stomach ache of your life or the worst headache of your life or had a chip in it, would you still take this vaccine? Yes or no? I would. And I'm the same. Because, like, with these conspiracy theories... I don't care what they say now. I know what science has told me. But the thing is, you need, you need to trust in science. Exactly. Five, five, I don't the care. 5G conspiracy theory. That's some nonsense. That was fucking stupid. And that is it's still seen... stupid. Like, I, you know what I will be talking about. Like, I live like 30 seconds away from someone who has posters of like, COVID mm. is a hoax. 5G causes COVID-19. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Thank you. Like, I'm sorry, but... Even if they had a microchip in this vaccine, or in the mask, or in whatever the hell these conspiracy theories are That's coming a up with, as well. Like, I don't care what the hell these conspiracy theories say. I will take this vaccine, because the logical thing is, even if it has all these things that the government can track me with, using air quotes, I'm still but taking it so I can get back to my normal life. And it's but not the like this information... The government, the government in the UK still tracks people via internet. Exactly. You cannot go like into... Okay. That's a bad point, but you cannot go into porn sites. That's a bad point, but still, you cannot go you can. there. Uh, you can. You can. <laughs> Not that I've been recently, but you can. <laughs> but, like... Like, genuinely, geez. they track information and they keep hold of it for 12 months. Exactly, like, all of the internet tracks information. So the same information that microchip would have had, hypothetically would have, it's the same information that lets the government know how many times you beat off, how many times you watch your him YouTube video, how many times you shop for this item. It's the same kind of information. Your general age, your just like your background, what uni you go to, probably if you go to uni, what job you have, the basic information that Google already has on you, and it's probably selling to much worse people. Like I don't love the government right now, but shit, if they want my information. Sign me up. <laughs> Anyways. Enough Good of lord. Us. Enough of us ranting about stuff. Hey, I love ranting about shit. You, <laughs> you know always, me. You always like, genuinely though, you always you always cut your rants up because they're either too ruthless or too 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 yeah. too long. <laughs> yeah. We've had to cut out four episodes because my rants is taken forever. And this is why I need you, because you will stop me from taking a whole hour, two hours, three hours on the same topic and no. going round and round. It's content, bro. It's content. Yeah, it's content, but remembering that anyone and everyone can listen to this for the rest of my life. Did you I might want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you check the confessions this week? No, because I'm, we're going to try something different, aren't we? Unless you want to do confessions. Not, not this week. Not this week. Because basically, we, we've did that. We've did, basically you've done that. We've done it to death, and a lot of the confessions are a bit samey. No, I'm not. I'm not. Co- I'm not talking about confessions now. I'm talking about the stuff that, the, that we were planning to do. Basically, we got a lot of interesting content out of nothing. Influencers. To be fair, we did influencing. We did COVID. We did essentially everything. Really, we didn't plan anything. The thing is, but uh, what we were planning to do, you know next couple of weeks the new format and that we basically done that yeah we so, covered some relevant topics that we wanted to yeah but i do feel like some of these confessions are a bit samey like oh i slept with the same girl la, 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 la. acs versions do better people of coventry you need to be covered in the blood of jesus like i said and oh boy I'm there's pa- a lot pa- of other things kill but... uni, i'm passing around an std like why at this point, I'm numb to this stuff. Like, someone could tell me this stuff in person, and I'll be numb. 
because I've seen it so much on the confession pages that it just okay. doesn't suffer. Okay, Lincoln Uni, I have feelings for this girl. I feel like she and I can't tell. She likes me, but she likes me back. I don't know if I should move to her. Like, uh, move to her. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start confessions proper, before we start confessions proper, I do want to ask you a few questions, though. Okay, go ahead. Once lockdown is over, what's like? What are the things you're looking forward to getting back to? Once I just want to know where your over, head's at. The first thing I will do mm. is buy tickets back to Lithuania. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because you haven't seen your family in, in ages, to be fair. Yeah, the last time I saw my family was September. Yeah, bro. By all means, I haven't seen my dad since then, and I don't know. Nah, you just, if anyone deserves a break from you, it's you because you've just been up here time and it's gotten boring and all types so honestly yeah and then what's some other stuff because i'm interested i don't really know once this lockdown's over i want to travel around the uk Fair there's like the, places i've never i've never been of course, we, of course we were planning the, the northern tour the tour of the north <laughs> up to the north <laughs> A hypothetical tour of the north that will probably <laughs> never happen. That will never happen. That, that might happen. Hopefully, if hopefully, COVID... as soon as once the this whole COVID thing is over, mm-hmm. hopefully we will we, we'll, we will do that. Yeah, I can't definitely have to. Gonna have to take, definitely take the old town road back to the country and see how wild it really is. Because yeah. even Lily brought this up. Shout out to Lily, but like even she brought this up. Some of them confessions must be the biggest load of lies ever and exaggerations ever. I could so con- like I think as I could confess yeah, I, I can think of some di- some some interesting stuff if you know what I mean, but the thing is like there's no point of doing that. Yeah, if, there's I, no if point, I say, but you know if I say something I will always mean it. Whereas gener- yeah, you can smell bullshit from mile away. The generation we're in is just full of clout chasers. So, like, shit's gonna happen. Like, people are gonna lie about shit. But, hey, I think another thing I'm looking forward to doing, personally, is just having my friends over, like, just normally, loving to sneak them in, allegedly. Okay. I've, like, I've not snuck anyone in. I don't think I have anyway, really. We were planning but, to sneak me in inside yours. Yeah, but because doing of that, that every week, because, it because, because of so, so, some stuff that first voice in the accommodation of Huddersfield is hired to do. Oh, yeah, no, that was some crazy shit. That um, was crazy, like... Should I, should I tell about it? If you want, sure. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, story time. So, it was like December... 20, it was basically after the first lockdown. Mm. Um, we, I, I, I was working that day, and we, uh, and basically I was coming back from job. On train, uh, first thing happened in train station. The direct trains to Huddersfield were got off, so I had to go f- uh, from Leeds to Brighouse, and then from Brighouse to Huddersfield, which di- didn't seem as a bad idea. And then I came. I, I was talking to you on FaceTime, and. Basically, there's like seven police machine, police cars, uh, firefighters, medical stuff, medical stuff, and some someone decided to to leak the gas inside the accommodation. Someone they did what? Uh, to leak the uh, there was a gas leakage, and someone what mi- the mixed, fuck? And someone mixed chemicals with it. They're fucking crazy. But I, I went I went to the sawmill field accommodation. And they tell mm-hmm. me nothing, just you need to find somewhere to stay throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Then I called you, I couldn't call you because I couldn't get any answers, but fuck it. So mm. I, I called my former roommate who decided to sneak me in inside his his house and I slept at his. Fair play, like, bro. Honestly, like I would have fully firmed over punishment that came to me just so you could like sleep somewhere. Like I would have fully let you sleep on like sleep on my couch or whatever if you need to do because I, in that situation it's an emergency and I don't think they care as much because you know it's an emergency I'm not just sneaking you in to play pause 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 I'm not sneaking you in just to have a few drinks is nah, what I mean there, by that there's no way there's no way like we're too sensible enough to True. Like, think about the consequences like it's, yeah. it's, it's something that you 
you wouldn't want to happen generally just get evacuated mm. because of gas leakage inside your house of course like honest to god although i'm too i'm a sensible person i became even more sensible because of this covid shit and like how i got it nah you're not sensible especially with money hey relax <laughs> i am relaxed relax relax no way i am a sensible person when it comes to money <laughs> i think otherwise <laughs> ask anyone who knows me they know me well enough to know i am sensible with money <laughs> anyways 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 long story short to get my to shorten this up a bit what am i looking forward to when i get to lockdown seeing my friends again not having to see them here. doing this podcast in person because you don't know how annoying it has been to try and do this podcast knowing that we don't live far from each other but we have to do this this way because of like restrictions and businesses and well the fact that we're in accommodations rather than each other's houses because hell i know you won't have covid i know i won't because i don't unless it's to do essential stuff or literally for my mental health which will be this podcast essentially so I really would be okay with taking that risk. And if I was caught, so be it. Like, I would have to take my lumps at that point and understand what I did. But obviously, doing this podcast in person, thing I'm looking forward to. And third thing, if I'm being honest, there's not really much of a third. It's just actually being able to see my friends who aren't in an accommodation, which I'm slowly but surely starting to hate the more and more days go by. Even though I've rebooked to stay here for 2021, 2022. Oh, no. Fun times. Fun, fun times. Um, yeah, so before I drag on and we just keep saying random, random nonsense. And one thing, after the lockdown, we need to go to Lithuania together. At some point, if I'm if I'm able to. If I'm able to, 100% we should go. Uh, you will go to some basketball games with me. Don't worry about it. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you the proper atmosphere, not the NBA game atmosphere. Alright, I'm down for that. Nah, definitely. Oh, I'm down for that, 100%. Anyways, you wanted to get to confessions? Let's get to confessions, bud. Just a few confessions, because we've been recording for way longer than we expected to. Oh, 100%. Like, Jesus, it was good episode, given we didn't actually... (laughs) Manchester Uni, days ago. Mm -hmm. Are you live streaming right now? I'm sharing my screen, to be fair. Hold up. I'm going to just pull up... I want to pull up the tweets that I find as we go. Alright, cool, yo. Fuck you, I mean... Extend the screen now, because they, they, they're still recording. Oh shit, my bad. Shout, sh- shout out to ACS Fashions, by the way. Oh, you lovely people who have given us so much content over the whole lockdown. Did you know I messaged the people who run the page, and they just didn't get back to me, so... Whatever. It is what it is, but still, shout out to you for giving people a platform where they can talk shit and not get in trouble, really. But yeah, no, no, you were saying? Yeah, I was saying no, absolutely nothing. Oh, I found one. Lee's uni. Our cousin uni. My man has just confessed to me that he's into cross-dressing. I don't know how to feel about this, because I love him no matter what. But I don't, but I don't know if he's just still in the closet and he's using me as a I'm going to, she uses the term bread. She doesn't know if she's using me as a a bread. Is this normal? Or beard? I don't know. That's not normal. Um, hey, if your man's into that, cross-dressing and you... I'm not opposed to it, but that's something I wouldn't do myself. Personally, no. But if she's willing to support him... Oh, shit. If she's willing to support him through cross-dressing and all that, more power to her. That takes... For a lot of women now who are the first people to say... They're all LGBTQ and that. Until it comes to their door and their man turns out to like guys too or be a cross-dresser. Some women do switch up. But if she stays with them for this, yo, she's a tough woman. She's a keeper. And if for that guy, hey, power to you. If it makes you happy to put on your dress, put on your wig, put on your makeup, and it makes you feel powerful, all power to you. Do whatever it takes to be happy. That's mine. Exactly. That's one thing lockdown has taught me. Do whatever the hell it takes to be happy. I'm, I'm, on, I'm only... With my girl, cause, cause of the consistent se- sex, she ain't even all that. 
Yo, get that motherfucker is sick. Like, I shouldn't even be swearing, funny, but... Mate. What the fuck are you doing? That's crazy. Listen, right. the, the, the relationship must be toxic. There, there's no way... It yeah, has keeps, to be. There's, has no, to be. there's no way they're keeping their own relationship healthy at all. Oh, no, the comments is killing me. Finally, some honesty on this app. A lot of people with others... Un- oh, gosh. A lot of people with others are guaranteed to be doing this for Pum. Really? Oh my gosh, I love these comments. If you don't intend on loving her and just want want to be FWB, communicate. Oh, oh, go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. Yeah. Uh, you would be surprised how understanding people are when you're honest, even if it takes a minute for them to adjust to the change. Exactly. Like, for real, like, communication Gen- is a though, thing. Gen- generally, though, I, like, generally, if you've got feelings for someone, just say it. Yeah, like, like if your feelings I, change. My, my myself like Joy, I, you do I, no you go you go i don't want to keep my, my, myself you like go. i appreciate the honesty of the people like if there's something you're comfortable or not comfortable with just tell me because genuinely that's the only way it keeps like even if it's a if it's not a friendship even if it's a relationship that's what keeps it like sane mm-hmm. i guess yeah, that's the main reason I have found myself a very lonely person because low-key, I appreciate honesty more than anything else. And a lot of people I'm around ain't the most honest of people. And I don't care if it's in the bedroom, if it's in life generally. Be honest with me. If I'm bad at something or if I've done something to upset you or if I am someone you do not want to be around for whatever reason, tell me and I will understand. Don't lie to me, don't shade me and don't patronize me or don't do anything else other than tell the truth. Because I'm sure this girl is probably in a similar boat to you. And it's literally there because it's just the comfort. Like, not even the sex is just like, the other person is there. And I need someone else to be around for an excuse. Just, just, just I don't know. Tell what you feel, really. Yeah, if there's man. something you're not into, then just tell. Like, especially us males, we, we myself, for example, I would understand it. Hmm. Like, I know me, if my girl turned around and was just, oh, only because of the company or the sex or whatever reason that she has, it's going to tell me, hypothetically, of course, it's going to tell me like, oh, I'm only doing this for that. I'll be annoyed, but at the same time, in this situation, in this pandemic, I'll be a bit more understanding. I'll be hurt, I'll be annoyed, don't get me wrong, but I'll be like, okay, I get it a bit more because there's no one else around. I appreciate you for telling me kind of thing, rather than you lie to me and wait till I think we're something serious and it's months down the line or something. The thing is, it, it's fucking toxic. Like, fuck yeah. it, I will open up about this, but the thing the thing is, like, how can I say this? How can I put it into words? Like, I'm thinking about it. Like, myself, I, I, I'm scared to go into a relationship at the moment. Fair play, bro. Because, because like, of the previous relationship I've, the relationships I've been in, mm. they were all toxic, and the only thing I, I want right now is just to, to be healthy. Mm. Will I find the right person? Maybe, who knows, but the thing is, I don't want to go into a relationship just for my sex, sexual connection with the person. There's no way I'm mm. doing that. Like, for me, like, love is more of an emotional thing rather than just some, something like, oh, you're attracted to this girl. Love is a connection on multiple levels. Like, I think at this age, we're going to realize that through dates, through some people through one-night stands, other people through dates, and other people through worse experience, better experiences, whatever. People our age will realize that around this time. So when we go into our 30s, that's when some people have the expectation of, if I'm with you, I'm getting married by the time they're 30. They're thinking that already because they know what they want. And I'm... I'm not saying I'm scared of a relationship. I just need to make sure it's entirely right for me in every way, not just one or two ways. Like, I can't, I need it to be right. Take every single one of my boxes verbatim. Like, I'm not saying this person needs to look a certain way. I'm saying it needs to fit for me emotionally and make me feel good. Not necessarily, like, for anything physical, but just make me feel good internally. If that's what it does and it takes my other boxes, then by all means it can happen. But if it doesn't do any of those things, then I'm not even going to think about it because I've made that mistake. I have made that mistake enough times to understand that if it doesn't, if a, if that engagement of whatever you're doing, be it 
friends with benefits, relationship, or just literally holding hands and watching Minecraft. Like, I would do um, that if <laughs> if it's alive. I would do that. Like, why, why are you laughing? Fair play. It's hey, fair play for some. That's a vibe for some people. I'm not complaining. And hell, some days that's a vibe for me. Maybe not with Minecraft, but you know, just just doing stuff with an, with another female that's not sexual, just chilling. Like genuinely, like I fully understand that that I'm not resp- I, someone is not responsible for my happiness. That's mm. the only thing I need to work on. But mm. if that person helps me to become happy, I'm definitely taking it. Yeah, like I'm I'm never the happiest person without anyone. Like I'm not the happiest person in general. I won't lie to you. But with me, it's just that another person, if they're the right person, can only add to like can only add to my happiness. They're not responsible for it, that's down to me. But they can only add to my happiness. If that as long as that's happening. I can take care of them. I can handle them. I can go through a lot with this person and still be okay. I don't care what our vibe is. As long as it's okay for me and it ticks my boxes in that moment, I'm not going to worry. You can't just take one or two, be it physical attractiveness or whatever. It has to take all of them on every level for me. That's what I've had to learn. And I'm not necessarily afraid, but I'm just a bit more critical of who I'm talking to, who I'm wasting time with, who I'm even giving my time to or trying to give my time to, like, because of, well, just growing up and this whole lockdown showing me you need to find someone you vibe with on a lot more levels than just physical attractiveness, for sure. Like, I'm trying to think about it now. Like, it, the thing is, like, I don't feel like scared of a relationship, but I don't know. I feel like I'm ready, but the thing is, it's not with anyone. Like, at the end of the day, you're only going to know if you try. And, it, you know, that could be I'm, no one here. Bro, trust but, me, I'm trying. Like I'm trying, but the other half is playing hard to get, and I fucking hate it. I don't know about you. Mm. How do you feel? Yo, just a question. How do you feel about girls that are playing hard to get? For me personally, if you're playing hard to get, and you know there's genuinely good men, like genuinely good men that you know for the most part, because you can never be too sure, but you're mostly sure of that. They like you. You like them. They will tick your boxes. They aren't weird. They they meet the criteria for you, but you're still playing hard to get because you want to really see how much they go for. But then you wonder why you don't have someone you actually like. There's your problem. Because those kind of people will pass you by. And this goes for guys too. Like there's guys and girls who play hard to get, play too cool, play too bougie, and then they lose out on this girl because, oh, she's not popular enough. Or this guy because, oh, he doesn't, have that the body I want or something like that and this person passes you by goes throughout the time you're around them unhappy because they can't find anyone even though you like when you think about it they, this person would tick your boxes which is stupid really so ultimately in answer to your question I think it's just a very very stupid way of thinking understand like knowing your value and protecting your value and understanding that you deserve certain things you know what you want out of someone and that you need to find someone who's okay giving it to you or you need to adjust your standards to be more realistic to find someone who meets every one of your actual needs anyways i think we'll go through one more confession and then round mm, shall we? yeah because yo let, let's just do it one sec just let, let me open up my well, let's go for one more confession each you go i'm trying to find it all right actually not something that I can find really one sec one sec nah alright well, I found one and it's gonna be the last one okay my, my family is having financial difficulty because of COVID and my little sister is a spoiled brat wasting our parents last bit of money and is always complaining about how I have money through student finance England I buy my own essentials and I'm, con- and I'm constantly spending on my family and I have no money left for uni. Kent Uni. That is just sad, man. That is just like, sad, but university universities must deal with this. Like for example, like especially with the EU students. The, the, hmm. Like, I'm good that I've got a job right now. But the thing is, what if someone str- struggles to find a job, especially at this time? Hmm. Like, think about it. Like generally universities must deal with this. I Yeah, but at the same but at the same time, if he's a British student, there's a thing, there's a stigma of British people. 
We do not think through these issues. We do not go for help because it's just ego. Like I know I would go for help if I needed it, but generally British people don't go for help that's there because they think that's beneath me. So if this person, if since they're able to get finance, you student finance England, I'm assuming they're British or... Or, like, or live more before. than five years in the UK. Mm, essentially, they're a British citizen. And like, look, they can get... The, all the help they can get is from student finance England. They don't want to go to their university and be telling them their like, full life story, how difficult shit really is, because not a lot of unis are actually that understanding. Like, if you think about the people you're telling this to, if you can't trust the people as individuals... What makes you think I'm going to trust you as an organization to understand the financial difficulty I'm facing when I go back home? And to that little sister or that relative who is messing up with the last bit of family money on God knows what, you are an idiot. That's all that needs to be said. Essentially, yeah. My my, my hopes and more wishes to this person. Hopefully they actually, you know, get the help they need. They can sort shit out and they can, like, actually have a good time in uni or as much as a good time as you can have during a pandemic but hey and i believe it, it's draining mentally so definitely 100%. something that something that is unpleasant to hear in the first place yeah that is very sad to hear anyways i'm gonna wrap this up it's been fb1 podcast with paul and martinez like it always has to be like it always used to be or at least always used to be in season two hopefully quality has gone better but Hopefully, although I'm seeing only like one or two bars and 